Hello friends, welcome back. Uh, I just started recording this and realised it's uh, 6.30 in the morning uh, and I realised I haven't even had a sip of water today and my throat was so dry. Um, so what happened in the last week since I last recorded? Well, my insane search for a Vegas dress for our vow renewal came to an end. I found the perfect one on ASOS. If you saw, I tried on a million different dresses. I mean, I have tried on a million different dresses over the past few months, um, over the past year, because everything's been delayed and delayed. Um, but there was one particular dress that I kept coming back to. Uh, it was always out of stock to the point where I, I was absolutely certain that it was uh, discontinued because it was just never available. And I'd never found it on Vinted or eBay because I'm all over those secondhand apps. So many of these dresses, most of these dresses, I've bought secondhand. That's why I've ended up with so many because I can't return secondhand things. Um, There's one particular panel dress that was just absolutely beautiful and I felt like it was ticking all the boxes. It had the uh, panels in the front that gave me somewhat of a, a pretend waist. Um, it was this right kind of colour that I wanted, this kind of like creamy ivory, it's got like a vintage feel to it, that satin. Um, the back is absolutely beautiful as well. Everything about it, but it was never in stock. I did find a couple on Vinted that were a size 8. Um, when I started this, I was a size 12. Realistically, I might be a size 10 now, um, which was like, I don't want to say it's not on purpose because it is very much on purpose, but I wasn't intending to drop a dress size. I was intending to, you know, lose some weight. Um, but I've been a size 12 for so many years that I didn't even consider for a second actually changing my dress size. I was just more thinking, you know, in myself, I would be different, but I didn't really consider that I've got a lot of clothes that might not fit me very well if I continue on this journey. Uh, but that's by the by, some size eights I found and I thought, well, they're never going to fit me. Um, so I didn't even attempt and then one came in stock on ASOS and it was a size eight. So I bought it immediately because I just thought at very least if it's too small, I'll know. But also I'll know if I actually like the style of dress so I can keep hunting on eBay and Vinted and wherever else um, for a size 10 or a 12. Anyway, this dress arrives absolutely exactly what I always thought that it would be. Um, got it off the hanger, fits perfectly. I mean, not quite perfectly. It could do with like a little bit of altering, but definitely not too big. Um, so that is just fantastic. I think that the bridal stuff, because I've never had an actual proper wedding dress. Um, I think that bridal sizes are different. And I was reading this online. For some places, it's like, for some reason, they're all smaller. Uh, but for most, bridal sizes seem to be a little bit generous. I'm guessing that's because most people want their wedding dress to fit them absolutely perfectly. So let's say an eight is usually a 10 because they uh, want to give you some wiggle room to actually have some adjustments made so that that eight is an eight but perfect for you. I think that's probably why um, it fits me, but it does. And so I'm more than happy. It's got that like Hollywood glam, makes me feel absolutely amazing. Um, I did have other ones that I put on that the dresses themselves were just so beautiful. Absolutely, just incredible. There's this one with like a cowl back that is like next level Hollywood red carpet. Amazing. But it's just not quite right for me. It's got very, very high in the front, long arms. It's just not, it's not the right style for me, but the back is just incredible. So I put that on Vinted and someone's already bought it. Not a surprise. Um, and I've got this other one that's like a, a big, I mean, we went on a journey together, guys. Um, and this other one that's like a big uh, kimono style that's fully, fully sequined. Again, 
just a beautiful dress. And on other people, before I bought it, I was like, yes, 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 I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it. And again, I did buy it secondhand, so um, I couldn't return it. But just the most beautiful dress. And I thought for a long time that was going to be the one. Now, if I'm honest, and I'm only telling you guys, I don't think I've actually um, revealed this previously. I bought that kimono dress because I was starting to worry a little bit about the photos. I've put so much on this entire, not not just a trip, but like this like little two hour period. Um, I was starting to get a little bit stressed out about the photos and getting the photos back and not loving how I looked. Um, it's not something that I worry about on the daily usually because every photo and video that goes out into the world of me, I've got complete control of because I've taken them. <laughs> um, it's just not that that big of a thing. Um, if ever someone else takes my photo or I'm in a video or whatever else, I find myself suddenly being like, oh my God, like I'm seeing myself from different angles. I don't love it. And I know we're supposed to love ourselves. I know I should be practicing some body positivity, but I'm just being completely honest with you. That is why I bought the kimono dress because I thought, right, the bits of me that you can see in this dress, um, I'm cool with. And it was pretty much completely covered up. Totally. So like fully, it's just like, it's a very deep V and a very deep V in the back as well. That's it. Um, and so it's a beautiful dress and I knew it would look great from all angles. I knew the photos would look good, but it was basically something to hide in. Um, the dress itself is gorgeous. I don't feel amazing in the dress. I don't feel great in the dress. It's a really, really nice dress. But whenever I look at myself in the dress, I know that it was a cover up, you know? So I'm feeling much, much better about myself right now. I will talk about the um, program that I've been using at some point in the not too distant future. I've been talking to a friend who was thinking of losing weight recently and I was telling her all about it. And I thought, oh, I really truly feel quite passionately about this. I'm not um, in any way sponsored just for your peace of mind. I would never be paid by any company who promise to help you lose weight. No matter how, well, I mean, I'm not being paid, but I have just been sent an exercise bike. Can that not count? I don't feel like that counts. Um, that feels different. Fitness feels different. Uh, but I wouldn't be paid by like Weight Watchers. I honestly feel like there's no amount of money that I could be offered. I mean, you know, I'm realistic. Everyone's got their number, but I really do feel that there is no amount of money that I could be offered by uh, like a slimming world or whatever. Even I'm, I'll tell you, I'm using the the app Noom. I have been using this. I absolutely love it. I will tell everyone who wants to listen to me talk about it how amazing it is. If Noom said we'll give you ten thousand pounds to talk about us, I don't think I could accept it because I really do feel icky. Uh, there's no better word. Just very uncomfortable about making money from what could be exploiting someone else's insecurity. Uh, I. If someone wants to ask me about it, I will tell you everything. Um, but I'd be telling you everything from a consumer perspective, from the perspective of someone who's really gotten along with it and has um, had some, just a really good experience. But I, if someone then pays me, I don't feel I can be as passionate about it because it sounds very salesy and I don't want anyone ever to feel that I would be saying, well, you have to do this, do you know? It's just a real, it's not even a grey area. 
I'm not into it at all. So yeah, anyway, feeling much better about myself right now, um, which is a vulnerable thing to admit in, in this day and age, but I am. And the stuff I've been trying on, I'm just like, you know what, I'm just gonna, I, I do, you know, we've still got our things. I do still want to you know, tone up and be a little bit fitter, but I don't really want to feel when I look back at those photos, like I've just covered myself up. I also want my photos to look like wedding photos because these will be our wedding photos. We had photos taken by my dad when we got married in the register office, had some photos taken in the restaurant afterwards. They weren't actual wedding photos. I'd like absolutely cherish those photos. And in years to come, I was saying to my dad the other day, I've been learning how to use his old uh, mechanical camera because I thought there'd be some nice symmetry between him taking our original wedding photos and me taking some photos on our trip with my dad's old camera. Um, anyway, I we never had any professional photos, so these will be the photos that will be those, do you know? So I kind of want them to look like really cool wedding photos and not, I don't feel like that sequin dress is a wedding dress. I feel like it's a very Vegas dress, but I don't feel like it's a wedding dress. So I will be selling all of them, including all the sequin ones. I know some of you will be very upset because you were very like, tied to that one, but it's what it is. I also got a very cheap, very similar dress on Vinted, also from ASOS, but I've never seen this one before. Someone was just selling it randomly. Uh, and I got that before this one arrived, uh, but it took ages to arrive. If you have ever bought anything from Vinted, I don't think it's the sellers. I think it's completely dependent on the couriers and some of them take forever. In fact, I got something that was a total bargain and it's got lost in the post. Very upsetting. Anyway, I've got this really, really similar other dress. And when I go to have the uh, proper one altered, I'm going to have this one altered to be shorter so I can wear it in the evening. I'm thinking kind of like just past the knee so it feels kind of still glam, uh, but more wearable. Um, I also need to put some more plans together for the trip and I need a mood board for, for the photographer. So I've like paid my deposit, paid my half up front, whatever it is. And then she said, by the time, probably a month before we go, I'll have to pay the remainder. And at that point, she will send me um, some links to stuff where I then upload like mood boards and these are my shot lists and these are the accessories that we're bringing um, for the photos, that kind of thing. So I need to kind of sit down and really make some plans about that really want to be laid back about it and manage my expectations. But I feel like it's like a decade of filled up. I found um, photos of me trying dresses on for the first time when we got married the first time. And um, I'd kind of forgotten. I knew there were a few dresses. I knew, but I think there were like eight dresses in this one post. It was basically the same situation, but 10 years ago. And these photos, I had to post them to Instagram because they just killed me. They had the same energy as Britney twirling around her house. I look fully crazy in the eyes. I don't know if it was like a 29, 29, a 2009-2010 thing. Um, I look fully crazy in the eyes. Crazy. I also saw a comment on that blog post um, from 2019. It wasn't 2009. Oh, do you know what? I've made some notes for this podcast and I'd written 2019. It wasn't 2019, it was 2009. Oh, we're all getting so old, guys. A comment from 2009 saying that we should just do Vegas, otherwise we'll regret it. Because this blog post was basically all about, my mum was saying, well, you know, you could get married at this place and Sheffield City Hall is beautiful. She wasn't wrong, but it was booked up like six months in advance and we wanted to get married like now. Um, I'm not, I don't regret 
not getting married, a million negatives, but I don't regret not getting married the first time in Vegas because the kids were there. The kids wouldn't have been there if we went to Vegas. Um, It wasn't, you know, it was the experience that we had. And I don't, I wouldn't take it back. However, I do agree. If you've got your heart set on something, just do it because no matter what it is, in all aspects, I've always found you're always trying to get that thing that you originally wanted. It never goes away. You don't really ever say, oh, well, you know, I'll forget about that now. Do you know? It's just always there. It's just there. You're all, you you know, we've tried to do it 10 years later for that reason. You always want to do it. It never really goes away. So like I said, I've been so focused on that couple of hours of the actual ceremony, not really thought much about the rest of the day. I have made, you know, little bits of plans um, for the rest of the week, but not a lot because I've just been like obsessive, obsessive about this one tiny portion of the entire trip. I'd like to make the rest of the day special, but what should we do? The ceremony itself is not until sunset. Um, that was by design because I wanted some like golden hour pictures. Um, we've got the photographer between, it's like half an hour before, half an hour afterwards. So um, I'm hoping to take some kind of golden hour pictures, match the ceremony pictures. And then by the time she's almost leaving, the sun should be going down a little bit and some of the neons will be coming on. It's very exciting. But you can see why in my mind's eye, I'm like, ah, this is all that matters, this one hour of time. Um, so, you know, I'm trying to kind of like, step back and, and do a bigger picture a little bit. Uh, so that's not till that time in the evening. What are we going to do leading up to it? What are we going to do during the day? I have no idea. Afterwards, I'm thinking we'll go for dinner, some drinks. There's a cool little speakeasy style bar that's open at the Bellagio that we're excited about. Um, I do still have a standalone Vegas episode coming for you when I remember to record it because <laughs> I got some really good questions from Insta to start me off, but I just haven't actually gotten around to that. Um, but yeah, if anyone's got any particular suggestions, recommendations, hit me up on Instagram, send me a DM. Um, you can even email me hello at Michaela.com. Uh, send me your recommendations. Uh, but on a slightly less positive note, this past weekend was rough. I can't really tell you why specifically, but I was so anxious. The trigger seemed to be worrying about an Ikea delivery cost, which is absolutely nuts, I realise. And then I was in this like cycle of stress about the entire house and jobs I'd like to do. I think it was because Ikea delivery is so expensive. Ikea delivery is £40, no matter what you order. It's so expensive. Um, but I wanted to order some more, what are they called? Wardrobe doors. Um, I'm looking at my wardrobe doors right now as I record this and I'm very concerned that they've yellowed and that when the new ones come they're going to look super bright white and the old ones are going to look terrible so there's that but also um, I had to have them ordered because they are like the extra high ones and there's no car in my general access uh, that can actually put those in so that's the reason but the doors cost like 50 60 pounds each and then the delivery is £40 and it was really bothering me. <laughs> um, on top of that, I have been helping my dad clear some stuff out of my grandma's old house, move some stuff to where she's living now, um, all that kind of stuff. And I was kind of in the back of my mind thinking, well, if I have to get a van to get some of the big stuff out of there, should I wait and maybe do that at the same time? And this was my, my stress. And then thinking, well, if I'm spending £40, I need to make that £40 worth it. I can't just buy the wardrobe doors. I'll have to buy something else that's large and difficult to uh, move. 
this was literally, this is how it started on Sunday morning. Um, and I just couldn't get out of this loop. I'm thinking of all the different jobs I want to do around the house as if they are suddenly so high importance. Like this has to be done today because I'm making this order today. I think that's honestly what triggered it. Um, and eventually I was just like, just stop. Just order the things. I did order a mirror as well because make it worth it. Um, but I just thought, just stop. You need to just stop and make the order and just forget about all of the other things that you've like worked yourself up about. So I was in this cycle um, and by the end of the day, I mean, Lee was away, which we'll get to, but by the end of the day, my eyes were just like crying completely independently of the rest of my body. Like my face wasn't crying. I was, I didn't want to cry. I didn't feel like crying, but I couldn't stop my eyes from crying. They were just streaming. I must have looked like an absolute psychopath. Thankfully, I was by myself. Um, but I couldn't stop. It was so annoying. So annoying. So Lee was going away for a couple of nights, which is unusual. He was with work. Uh, maybe that had something to do with it. It wasn't in the forefront of my mind. It wasn't something that I was knowingly worried or upset about. But maybe that was kind of there. Um, and I didn't want to be... I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know. We are very independent. We're not... You know, he, maybe text me a few times while he was away but we don't we're not like calling each other all the time um maybe I was worried about him leaving or maybe I was going to miss him and, and I didn't want to actually admit that to myself maybe that's what it was I don't know but I couldn't could not get it together at all I just felt so low on Sunday um but I think probably there was some hidden something from myself but it is strange you know how our minds work isn't it so I've had some real highs and lows over the past few days and whereas usually uh being home alone like when I was at my mom's house over Christmas would be the perfect time to vlog I decided against it which I think was for the best I've been trying to give myself a little bit of space between my feelings and the internet recently and as I said in the last one it's become somewhat of an emotional crutch to work through my every waking feelings in my vlogs and that was keeping me in this weird headspace so I didn't want to do that. I mean, it did. It really, really did. I wanted to pick up my camera and be like, what's wrong with me? Um, and tell you everything. That's what I wanted to do. But I didn't do that. Uh, I let myself feel my feelings offline. And now I can share how I was feeling. I, now I can tell you, you know, it was a bad weekend. It was a bad weekend for seemingly no reason at all. I'm feeling okay now. I don't feel great, honestly. <laughs> but I was talking to my friend, um, who messaged me yesterday and was just to see how I was and uh she was saying you know well everything's in retrograde and it's the moon and whatever else and honestly I could not want to believe that that is what's going on more just need an answer just need a reason and then let's just shake it off and move on uh, I actually wonder if my actual anxiety feelings I hate the word anxiety I hate it it's been overused misused Often people, people say, oh, it gives me anxiety. And that is almost a trigger for me. I really, anxious feelings and stress aren't necessarily, because when people say anxiety, it sounds like they have an anxiety disorder. You know, it's just, it's, it's become a thing people say. A bit like, I don't feel like it's the same now, but like for a period of time, people used to say, oh, I'm so OCD. I think people say that less now. Um, and now it feels like, oh, it gives me anxiety. It doesn't, does it give you anxiety? 
Or are you just feeling anxious? Oh, that stresses me out. You know, is it different? I don't know. Either way, I uh, was having these anxious feelings. And I wonder if the anxious feelings had an outlet before in this constant search for the value stress. And once that was boxed off, they had like nowhere to land. Like imagine, imagine if you will, I have like an anxiety butterfly within me. And it's like flitting from one thing to another. And that's why I'm all over the place constantly. Oh, she's doing this. Oh, she's doing that. And then as soon as I've got nothing, as soon as everything's just calm, I'm just sad. I'm just really low and um, like inexplicably. Ah, I wonder if that's the thing. I wonder. Um, and in this instance, as soon as the dress arrived and it was perfect... I, my, my brain was kind of like, but now what? Now what do I do? I'm a kind of, I'm an obsessive kind of person. I am an obsessive. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have obsessive compulsive disorder. I'm not OCD, but I am an obsessive kind of person. I like to have a thing. I like to have a project. Um, it's kind of comforting and also an addiction for me. I suppose it's a little bit like a dog chasing its tail. I remember my dad used to stop our dog from chasing its tail because he'd heard, I don't know where this was from, but it was like, um, a self-soothing thing, but it he couldn't, he couldn't stop. The dog couldn't stop. He was always constantly chasing his tail. Like, it was obsessive. And he would stop him from doing it. Um, and just recently, I felt a little bit like that. Like someone else needs to come and like, stop. Stop doing that. I feel a little bit like that. Um, and perhaps I need something new to chase now. Now the dress has arrived. Oh, I did. He did buy a very cheap pastel pink. When, when I say cheap, it was very, very cheap, but not cheap. It was very cheap. Pastel pink leather jacket from Whistles. Weirdly, I've got the exact same style of leather jacket in like a burgundy. It's the most beautiful jacket in the entire world. Anyway, I bought it from Vinted, obviously, last week. And it's scratched. It's got like a little bit of scoffing. Not a lot from the pictures, but a little bit. And I'm going to see what I can do. The scratches on the back seem to be worse. She said that she took her cat to the vets in this coat. It was like, that was a mistake. Um, so I'm going to see what I can do to repair it. But I thought I might paint something on the back for the wedding photos. So you know, that's something new I can obsessively research and buy accessories for that I'll never use again. Maybe that will, uh, pardon the pun, scratch that itch. I don't know. I don't know. But that's where we're at. Anyway, I'm going to sign off now because I have to log on for work. It's going to be, I'm not going to say it. I was going to say it's going to be a horrible week covering for someone who does a completely different job to me and it's going to be a real struggle, very high pressure. Um, but I'm not going to go into the week like that, I'm going to say. It's going to go really, really well. You know, what will be, will be. It'll all be fine. Let's go into it with a positive attitude. Let's not do the other stuff. Um, and thanks for listening to my uh, anxious drawl for another week.